It's Rockin' Vino. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome to Rockin' Vino. It's brought to you by American Ag Credit. I am Michelle, and this is my buddy. Hey, Coco. Hi, Michelle. How's it going? Good, good. I'm excited today uh, because we are talking to a friend of the show uh, who has a winery that's just around the corner from the KSRO studios. Like, so convenient. We could almost even walk up the hill to go and do wine tasting. It would be quite the walk, but It yes. would be. <laughs> I'm could, down. We could work on our You'd glutes. have a treat at the end of your walk. Yes, we would. Yes, we <laughs> the would. The end of the uphill walk. Uh-huh. <laughs> Renee Bick is the vice president. Is that still your title? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Co-owner, I don't know. Got it, got it. Master of everything. Yes, uh, who wears all of the too. hats at uh, Paradise Ridge Winery. Thank you so much for being here, Renee. We really appreciate it. It's great to be back. Right on. Uh, so Paradise Ridge Winery, uh, for those who are not familiar, is in Santa Rosa. It is absolutely beautiful. It has the best view, I think, of any winery that there is in Sonoma County. It's absolutely stunning. I agree. Yes. I agree. We have beautiful views and we have beautiful property. Uh, amazing artwork there, delicious yeah. wines, a really amazing story from your family, uh, just working there for, even before your family ca- yeah. came to uh, use that, that that area and build up your winery. Also has a wonderful story. We're going to dive mm-hmm. into all of this today. So uh, follow along, dear listener, as we talk about Paradise Ridge Winery. Uh, so actually, I do want to start before your family. Let's talk a little bit about the Baron of Fountain Grove. Tell us about Prince Nagasawa. Uh, well, uh, Nagasawa is a f- winemaker at the Fountain Grove Winery at the turn of the century. And Uh, Grapes were planted in Fountain Grove in about the 1880s, and uh, he became a very popular uh, winemaker and figure. The Fountain Grove Winery made a third of all the wine in Sonoma County at the turn of the century, Mm. and Nagasawa, who was a Japanese immigrant, one of the first eight Japanese to set foot on uh, U.S. soil, uh, ended up becoming a winemaker. He he got snuck out of Japan, came over on a boat from England and and started in New York and then uh, the Brotherhood of the New Life which was a colony that Thomas Lake Harris founded uh, opened up uh, another colony on the west coast and they settled up here in Fountain Grove and we have a really nice historical exhibit about Nagasawa's life and times. Yeah and you've named one of your vineyards after him correct? Yes yes we named the Chardonnay Vineyard right in front of our building the Nagasawa the, the Nagasawa Vineyard and we have a uh, maintained a really good relationship with uh, the Japanese community, Nagasawa's relatives, um, about, you know, continuing uh, educating people about how important he was to the Sonoma County wine Mm -hmm. industry. But I also like to say how the Asian community was very influential in the California wine industry because 120 years ago, the migrant workers were all Asians. They weren't Mexican workers. So a lot of people don't know that. So they helped plant most of the vineyards in California. Wow. Okay. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, I know that in the fires in 2017, uh, that there was some damage and you lost uh, some things to do with Nagasawa, but there there was a a shining moment, There was a recovery, yes. Uh, We had Nagasawa soared, and after the fires, we got a lot of emails and calls and people letting us know we should be able to find it. So our first order of business when debris was starting to be removed was to find the sword. And Within a couple hours, they found the sword really? and kind of made this social media <laughs> around the world. Everyone was happy, 
and um it, it, it was a nice feeling that uh yeah. we get a lot of support from the japanese community yeah. what was that sword made out of steel that's steel. why they're that's why they're telling us we could find it nice yeah so and yeah. uh it was funny my sister pointed we got interviewed a lot to where she thought the sword was and then someone took a picture and the debris removal people had this picture and they found it pretty much where she was pointing. So wow. it's kind of a fun story. Huh, that's and amazing. is it on display now? It, the... it is on display. We've uh, we've redone the exhibit. You mm-hmm. know, we, we lost, you know, our hospitality center in the fires. Mm-hmm. And um, so we rebuilt the exhibit and it's displayed there and we're very happy to tell his story. Yeah, so it's, it's a wonderful aspect of visiting Paradise Ridge Winery. Uh, and you mentioned another name there, uh, Thomas Lake Harris. So that is like the road isn't it the one that you take thomas out? lake harris is the road but yeah. he was a founder of a utopian society called the brotherhood of the new life and he was the one that nagasawa and a couple of the other young japanese students uh, uh really enjoyed and they came over and they were three of the first eight japanese to come to the u.s and nagasawa <laughs> ended up becoming a winemaker and staying in the u.s and there's a whole story about that, but y'all have to go up to yep. the winery mm-hmm. and read the story, and I'll tell you more about it when you're up there. I love that. Okay. <laughs> make your <good>. reservation. <laughs> exactly. And is that actually, is that something that you can do? You can make a reservation for a wine tasting and, and visit? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the, visiting the exhibit, it's free. Okay. It, but, it, you know, we enjoy it when people taste wine. Of course, so, yeah. So that, that's part of what we have to enjoy on the property. You right. Know, you mentioned artwork. We have a ton of sculptures, and we have stories exhibit we got a, a self-guided vineyard tour and you know a beautiful tasting room we have that event called wines and sunsets oh yeah oh, yeah you all need to come up to yes and uh every wednesday uh through october, through october. we're open we have a food truck we have live music yeah and it's a nice midweek break oh uh, it's so good it's so good and yeah. to make a reservoir to to taste there do people have to make a reservation or is it what is there uh, walk-ins we we recommend it but yeah. the reality is is we we we, we uh, host pretty much everybody i mean if if you come Saturday at 3.30, yeah. you know, then it's yeah. kind of hard and we might do bottle service. We don't turn anybody away. Okay. And um, But it is recommended to make an appointment. Yeah. But if you don't and you just show up, we usually can accommodate you, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you need to make a reservation for the wine and sunsets? That, that is something that you do need to okay. do. So okay. you need to go to our website and... Uh, at prwinery.com? prwinery.com and under the Visit Us tab, there's okay. winery events. You click on that. And you make a reservation. I mean, I think the last two or three weeks we've sold out. We oh, have wow. 200 okay. people up there every every Wednesday night enjoying the views, the music, the food, different fu- food truck, yeah. different, you know, uh, band playing. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a, it's a really nice uh, evening if you haven't been up there. And yeah. you guys are invited as my guests. Thank you. You don't have excuse. You have to <laughs> October. We've got to show up, I know. <laughs> through October. Yes. <laughs> it's a very, like, it's a really fun event. I've gone in the past and, it, you know, it always does sell out because yeah. it's such a phenomenal thing your views are stunning the wines are fantastic the food trucks are fun the bands are great like if you're looking for something fun to do on a wednesday night I mean, yeah. really it's the only place to go yeah i yeah. agree i yeah. agree and the, i think the market's over now too yeah right so, there's the yeah. there's no summer's winding down for anyone so, out there exactly this is the one that runs through october and many things are ending in august so yeah. this is a, a, a really great opportunity to uh, check out as i said the most beautiful uh, sunset and views uh here in sonoma county that you can find in santa rosa um so i also want to talk about your parents because of course your parents were the ones who founded the winery so yes tell us a little bit about that story well um 
that story started in uh, the 50s and 60s and uh, one of the reasons we have sculptures is when my father was courting my mother who was Dutch and uh, she was a nurse in New York and he was a, a physician in New York uh, he was he, he'd bring her to sculpture gardens and and then he went back to Europe and he, they went around and visited a lot of sculpture gardens. He proposed in a sculpture garden. Um, and so when the idea of a winery up on the hills on our property started happening, he realized that maybe we can show some large-scale sculptures, which is what we have been doing for 20-plus years. And now now we have the love sculpture up there, which mm-hmm. was a pretty popular so sculpture before the fires and even more popular after the fires. And that's kind of became a symbol of resilience and rebirth. And um, it's it's this kind of kumbaya thing up there. It's like when we, we like to do some things that, that we think are just nice things to do. And, and it's great when people appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's so many lovely things to see at uh, Paradise Ridge Winery. Uh, Coco was mentioning that she went to Wine and Sunsets. I took my mom and my sister there. Uh, it was on my mom's birthday last year yeah. in September for Wine and Sunsets. Um, my father had passed away earlier in the year, and my sister got her a bracelet from my father, and we gave it to her there and the Wine and Sunsets, nice. and it was just such an emotional, wonderful thing. And we also went down to the sculpture uh, area near the Love um, Yeah, the temple. With the Temple of Remembrance. And we signed little stones with memories from my father. And it was just such a wonderful experience. Like, So we'll always, for my family, have such good um, memories of and feelings about Paradise Ridge. Yeah, well, the Temple of Remembrance is a a pretty emotional piece. You know, you can write... On rocks, usually we have cloth mm-hmm. that you can write on, and they you can hang them on the temple. And actually, they just took those down and Did brought they? them up to Burning Man, and wow. and those prayers and thoughts uh, get burned with the temple at Burning Man. So wow. it's it's a it's a nice thing, and uh, and I think a lot of people enjoy the artwork, but a lot of people also come there to just reflect on maybe people you've loved and lost, yep. at least at the temple. Yeah, yeah. our friend How did Katie you? too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, how did you guys get connected with the whole Burning Man crew and all their artwork? Um, well, my dad's now 91. He curated the first 15 years of the exhibit. And about 16 years ago, we formed a, a relationship with the Voigt Family Sculpture Foundation, mm-hmm. whose who's, uh, mission is to put art in public places. I think they did the Healdsburg Art Walk, if you've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. And they were the ones who had a relationship with some of the Black Rock arts foundation folks and and the first show that they curated and put together they 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 brought the love sculpture there and then um and and it was for sale so we decided to buy it so that that is a permanent sculpture on our property almost all the other sculptures are actually um there for sale Hmm. so um it's to help the artists so if if a piece of artwork gets sold 100 percent of the proceeds go to the artists and we started getting asked more and more by pieces of artists that had pieces at burning man if they could show them on our property because what happens is if it doesn't get burned leased or sold it actually goes into storage right you know and then then they're paying for storage and no and one, no can one see sees the piece, it. yeah and it's a lot harder to sell so we started getting approached by some different artists and um we started saying yes to some of those pieces yeah. nice yeah it's very cool. Yeah. It's, yeah, so it's kind of just yeah. like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. And all of a sudden, 
you know uh, word gets people, around yeah and and we're known for it now yeah you know, it's something mm-hmm. we're known for yeah that's wonderful oh so exciting so yeah right around the corner like what is it this next weekend is burning it's, no it's right now oh is it I happening think it's now? right now it ends it's right now. Uh, at the uh, um, on, on on monday i, think. I okay. think so i believe so haven't haven't you no one's been here i've never been, been no. no not either Don't yeah dang i want to go I on want the tour media group uh yeah exactly. yes. burning man let's Live go from burning man <laughs> i'll report every day in the nude i'm just kidding uh but maybe uh we are talking with renee bick he is the vice president and uh, co-owner of paradise ridge winery you can find them online at prwinery.com uh and we're going to talk a little bit about uh our, the sponsor for the show american ag credit and their relationship after the fires and what they did to help paradise ridge recover uh, right back here on Rock and Vino, this is KSRO. Anyone who wants to start in agriculture needs a lender who's willing to help. American Ag Credit is dedicated to serving the credit needs of young, beginning, and small producers, including alternate financing and guarantee options for those who may not qualify under our normal lending requirements. We're building the future of agriculture alongside those who want to be part of it. Learn more at agloan.com young. American Ag Credit. Your future grows here. Hey, this is Jason Walsh at North Bay Biz. We know the farmer and the cowman should be friends, but what about the cowman and the point race tule elk? Once hunted to depletion, the elk were reintroduced in 1978 to a national park rich in tasty grass, but richer in ornery dairy cows. Fenced into a corner of the peninsula, the elk have struggled for water, grazing lands, and general respect in an ongoing tug of war over a land of milk and honey that some say is too much about the milk. Lock horns with this story at NorthBayBiz.com. It's Rock and Vino. All right. Welcome back to Rock and Vino. Of course, you could find out more information and listen to podcasts on our website, which is rockandvino.com, R O C K N V I N O. Dot com, And our guest uh, here is Renee Bick. He is the vice president. Oh, and he's pouring a full glass of wine. Party We're time. Ready. Excellent. <laughs> he is uh, the vice president and co-owner of Paradise Ridge Winery, which is right here in Santa Rosa. Gorgeous views. Of course, you need to uh, check out Wine and Sunset Series, which is running through October. And it's absolutely beautiful on Wednesday evenings. So much fun. But definitely make a reservation because these do sell out because they're so popular and so fun. So you've poured some things here into our glasses. Uh, let's have a little sip and a little toast. Okay. Renee, what are uh, we trying here? This is our uh, Estate Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Um, here, I'll cheers. Okay. <laughs> it, it's uh, grown on the estate, uh, all stainless steel. Mm-hmm. It actually won best of class and a double gold medal at the Sunset International Wine Competition. Congratulations. It's probably one mm. of our more popular wines and uh, just mm-hmm. nice and crisp and clean and it's got some really nice uh stone fruit characteristics absolutely mm. yeah it's really nice yeah wow. i love the bottle too the bottle's just really well the bottle beautiful design we we actually uh redid we did a little branding after mm-hmm. the fires yeah mm-hmm. and um this this swallow on on the label is actually a cutout if you ever look real closely at the love sculpture all the little cutouts are, are they swallows. really so we ah. 
we asked Laura Kempton, who did the love sculpture, if we could use that as as our logo, and it's become a bit, a, our main part of our logo. And I don't know, the birds are flying up. Yeah, something with hope, and, you know. And swallows. <laughs> I mean, you're close to home. Yeah, everything. So, That's so uh, beautiful. Yeah. So even when you finish the bottle, you can still enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's oh, wonderful. So I do want to ask you about the fires. Uh, for those who live in the area who were there, um, it was a story that really touched all of us, uh, the loss of such a beautiful place. Um, and the rebirth of it was something that we were all, it was just sort of marking, you know, what we were going through, the, mm. the loss and the rebirth. And um it was just really heartbreaking for all of us to yeah. uh, to experience your loss with you. Obviously, not yeah. as much as you did, but but it really touched our hearts. Uh, so tell us what happened in 2017. Well, the Tubbs fire happened, and it kind of came over the hills and burned pretty much all of the structures on our property, which included the hospitality center and the production facility and three homes. And um, when the fire happened, my father was out of the country and kind of told him what was going on and he said well we're just going to rebuild and that's what we did it was much easier said over the phone <laughs> than yeah. actually accomplishing but we felt pretty proud of what we did we reopened 26 months after the fires and we had a lot of support from the community i mean you know it, it, it was a really nice thing because a lot of people kind of felt our loss and we yeah. did not lose as much as other people mm-hmm. uh, a lot of other people all the people who lost their homes but there was a commonality and they really appreciated it and when we you know we've kind of became a symbol and when we reopened i felt like a lot of people you know felt comfortable coming back to sonoma county maybe you know because that not yeah. everybody was familiar everyone you know kind of like the Maui thing in Lahaina right now. I mean, right. they're suffering because a lot of tourists aren't going to Maui, but mm-hmm. Lahaina is one town in in, in on right. the island. So, I mean, it was the main town that people enjoyed, but there's a lot of other businesses that, you know, survive on travelers. And, you know, I know, th- I think they're saying stay away from Maui, but I'm sure the people, the hotels say come. Yeah, I, I think that initially they were saying stay out, but now they're like, come visit us. Like, right. you know, the rest of the island is open. So, yeah. Yeah. so show your support. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and we're actually having a fundraiser uh, at the winery put on by the Santa Rosa Fireman's Foundation. Fire Foundation, yeah. And uh, I think that's on Sunday, September 24th. Okay. Um, in the evening, uh, they're putting it on. So if you have any questions, you can go to their website. They haven't posted it. This mm-hmm. is breaking news. Okay, we're breaking <laughs> it right here. I love it on Rock and Vino. and and my good friends Anne and Dennis uh, from Sweet Teas are actually going to be doing the catering. So uh-huh. it should be a wonderful event. Oh, yeah, that's so, so great. Their food okay. is amazing. If you've never had Sweet Teas, it's delectable. Yeah, yeah. So you're in for a treat. They are fantastic. Okay, so mark that on your calendar. Sunday, September 24th, and uh, it's the uh, Santa Rosa Fire Foundation. Santa Rosa Fire Foundation, so look them up there. And and, and the money goes to help the the firefighters, the victims, but it's really to support the firefighters. A lot of -hmm. of the money goes to their mental health well-being, which was a big thing that happened here in Mm -hmm. Santa Rosa. So... The, one of the firemen here, his family's from Maui, so he was the one who wanted to organize this, and and it's you know it's a it's definitely a feel good thing, but it, it definitely helps because uh, I, I can't imagine what firefighters go through, and mm. in my opinion, firefighting's not the horrible thing that they have, you know they're the first responders at accidents, right? So yeah, 
they have a lot of things that they see that they need to talk to someone about. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We need to support them in every way. They are definitely the heroes of Sonoma County. Um, So after the fires, as your father decided, we're rebuilding, you know, as as soon as he knew about it, we're rebuilding. (laughs) Yes. Um, It took a lot of effort to do all of that. And American Ag Credit came in and helped you guys. They they did. They were there for us. Uh, We work with a guy named John Osborne, and uh, they brought out, like, all, all their board um, and they visited the winery after the fires and you know we renegotiated they were always there to support us they're willing to lend us money they understand how important it is to us and my family but also to the community so they've been really uh, great in supporting us um, they were just recently up at the winery having a good time there the, the board was back out here with some regulators so <laughs> I'm pretty sure that all went well um, so so we've had a lot of support from them that's yes. lovely Good. Yeah. Uh, well, we appreciate their sponsorship of this show. Uh, let's talk then now about um, some of the wines because we've we've tried this here mm-hmm. in our in our glass. It's absolutely lovely. Um, are all of your wines made from grapes that are grown on the estate? Um, mostly. Most. So okay. I guess we'll say not really. Okay. <laughs> it is a direction we're going, but mm-hmm. we actually have low inventory, and it's hard to pass on you know selling wine right um so we're working on the schematics but most of the wines on uh, at the winery are um from the estate we do have an estate tasting which is great if mm-hmm. you didn't know we did win best tasting room in the north bay biz magazine Ooh, yeah. for a best tasting room and and i like to say it's because there's so many options you have when you visit the winery you yeah. can enjoy the art you can enjoy the view you can enjoy the wine and one of the things we've uh started doing now is uh, we're do have a lot more food service mm-hmm. we have vegan options we have wow. sandwich options on the weekends there's probably a list of five to seven things that are not just like chips but something a little bit more substantial yeah and um uh, people really enjoy having something to nibble on when when they're tasting and and uh the lady at our winery jesse She's done an amazing job putting together this kind of culinary experience. We got burrata, we Yum. have caviar. Oh my! Yeah, you got to <laughs> come up. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> and you guys have a really nice like portfolio of wines that you offer, like everything from Sauvignon Blanc that we're enjoying right now, some Chardonnay, Rosé, Pinot, Zin, Cab, Cab yeah. Franc, uh, Brut Rosé, and then a very fun one, a sparkling Shiraz. Yeah, I guess I could have brought that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we make three different sparkling wines. Yeah, so that's great. Uh, uh, our hospitality director came over from Gloria Ferrer, Colleen, and oh. she loves bubbles. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's always going to be a mainstay on our menu. So nice. anyone who loves bubbles, we have, actually have a bubbles flight. Oh, great. Um, and we usually we would normally have about four. We have a, four different sparkling wine options. Mm-hmm. So so we're, we're happy with with the lineup we feel like it's something for everybody and we have some darker reds from the rock pile region mm-hmm. um so we make some cabs and zins and gsm from rock pile and then the saw blanc the rosé the, the chardonnay and the pinot all come from our estate mm-hmm. you know what we have just been having so much fun that the time has flown by we're nearly oh. at the end of the show at least the end of this portion of the show and we're going to talk about more music and paradise uh, ridge winery together during the 
podcast portion, which you'll find at rockandvino.com. Will you stick around and chat with yes. us for a bit more? Yes, All right, of great. <laughs> well, uh, definitely go make your reservations now for Wine and Sunsets. It's on Wednesday evenings. You can get your tickets through prwinery.com. Great food options, wonderful live music, great wine, beautiful views, and great sunsets. Uh, Renee, thank you so much for coming and being with thank us. Thank you very much. This is Rock and Vino on KSRO. It's Rock and Vino. All right. Welcome back to Rock and Vino. I am Michelle. My co-host is Coco, and we're continuing our conversation with Renee Bick, who is the vice president and co-owner of Paradise Ridge Winery. You can find out more information at prwinery.com. All right. We haven't actually even gotten to the rock portion of this <laughs> yet, Coco. I mean, we talked about uh, mm-hmm. the music and uh, that's part of Wine and Sunset. So tell us a little bit more, because you've got some really great bands uh, who come through. Uh, what is the process like? Do you have someone who's arranging for all these different bands Yeah, to come we have through? someone in-house who, um, you know, there's some bands that, that come back every year. You know, we have uh, the Rosetown Ramblers and uh, different, di- different bands, Dorian mm-hmm. Gray um the Dylan pointless Black. sisters yes uh they were new this year but oh, nice. uh, oh, okay so we're constantly looking trying to create variety with the music carlos herrera he's he's there mm, every yeah. year um so uh so it's kind of different different genres of music or mm-hmm. different different bands we've had some solo artists this year um so so uh someone at the winery you know sometimes the some of our staff will hear something out there when they're you know going to shows and let us know let let kelly know and then and then the next thing you know you know they might be up at our place that's great yeah yeah Yeah, there's lots of great music and musicians in sonoma county and just in the bay area if you will that i mean it's it's really it's awesome to see and hear yeah actually we went to some event at the Matote Food Park. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, and 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 the guy playing there actually played last week up at our place nice. for our uh, club event. So, so uh, we're out there scouring, looking yeah. for good music. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. <laughs> and uh, there's sort of like a little stage area too, right next to yes. the the wine tasting. Yeah. Area. So usually, are the wines and sunsets we have uh, we hold about 200 people, but in front of the band, there's probably like. 70 60 70 seats there's mm-hmm. three different areas where we seat people and um and you can hear the music from everywhere mm-hmm. but if you want to watch the band you should get tickets on our poetry terrace and we have mm. different seatings even oh, okay. though we usually allow people in if you make a reservation for uh, two or more you get a reserved table so mm-hmm. you don't have to scramble or worry you won't have a place to sit so it's a it's a little bit more orderly um, than before the fires and before COVID. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. No, I love it. It's very, very fun. You got to check it out at uh, prwinery.com. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about your own music background. Okay. Um, what was your first concert that you went to? Uh, it was a Def Leppard concert. Nice. I think. nice. Yeah. It was at, I think it was at the Cow Palace. I think I fr- I fr- it was probably in 1983, something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe sooner, 81. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I was a little bit of a metalhead growing up. Love that. So, That's awesome. Um, Rush is one of my favorite bands. I, I love Rush. I, I, I like UB40. <laughs> nice. You know, I like a little reggae. 
Um, but I was I, I had long hair even though I don't have it now, <laughs> and I had Motley Crue used and to be Judas a little headbanger. Priest. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, with a mullet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> have you been to any concerts recently? I have not been to any tough. concert re- recently. I don't yeah. know. It, it's it's been a little tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got three little kids, so it's, yeah. trying to figure out when I have free time is sometimes very difficult. Yeah. So, do you introduce uh, your your musical tastes to your kids? Like, do you, are you waking them up to like Motley Crue? Uh, no, <laughs> no, they are introducing me to their musical oh. taste oh, okay. via TikTok. Oh yeah, right. All sorts of stuff. I have a 15 year old uh, daughter, so she's she's into that. They know they they know more about the music scene pretty much than me. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I enjoy I I enjoy music. Yeah. So. I listen. I listen to your stations, actually. Um, so, but I, it's it's not the focal point right now for me. It's, it's yeah, taking care of the kids, and picking them up, and dropping them off. And, Cute. And I love music. I mean, it's reggae uh, usually. Or I like I like Eminem. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's so. he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of making a little comeback, if you will. Kind of. I mean, he like just did like a little. Uh, um, guest appearance with um, Ed Sheeran at one of his at his oh. show in Detroit, which okay. is really cool. I don't think anybody expected that. So. Yeah, he's a Detroit guy. Yeah, absolutely. Now, right. It, 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 I, I like Eminem. Uh, I actually respect him. He's been what sober for fifteen years. Yeah. He turned his life around. I, I don't know. He's got the one song out that talks about his daughter and his and his life and mm-hmm. how it all transpired. So, you know, I, I like. I like that. They yeah. used to love Sublime. Oh, Sublime's you know, so good. Yeah. And Bradley was around. I think they only had two albums. Right. right. I just saw that his son is now evidently singing Sublime songs. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, he's got, like old enough now where he was, yeah, he was just killing it on stage. Just totally vibing. He wasn't playing with the Sublime guys. I mean, right. It must have been mm-hmm. a new band, but he was definitely singing. It was wow. The, the, the Sublime songs. It was cool. He sounded good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hmm. that's amazing. So, so. Very cool. Um, and then, of course, to celebrate the reopening, or it was almost the reopening, as, as you were on your path to reopen, you had you hosted the best party ever. Yes, yeah, we did. That was that, so much fun. It, it was. was. Best party. We had a it great was. time. It was. Really I thought the best it was party. the best party ever. Now they have it every year. I think that was the first year they called it that. Yeah, it was like awesome. <laughs> no, I think that they had a gospel. Uh, <sighs> group from, it was, uh, from they were Chicago so or something like that. They, they were amazing. They yeah. got my dad up on the stage dancing mm. at 85. <laughs> so, uh, no, yeah, no, it was a great party. Uh, I, I, um, that event's going to be happening later, I think in September of this year. Okay, And yeah. I think it's at Rodney Strong, who nice. also does uh, concert series. They do. Yeah. So yeah. that area where you had it, you had a stage set up yeah. and everything for them with great lighting and everything. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you might consider doing in the future again? Uh, you, we would love to. Yeah. Um, you know, there's several areas on our property that we have dedicated to nonprofits to raise money, and that mm. is one of them is the amphitheater. It oh, was great. originally kind of built for the Transcendence Theater group. Not oh. really, but oh. the people, who, you know, like Brad and Amy and, you know, Stephen at the time, you my dad showed him the spot and said, wouldn't this be great to have a show? Wow. We can make an amphitheater here. And then, like, two months later, it was there. Um, anyway, so that that area is, yeah, I, I, I mean, my daughter goes to ArtQuest. I want to see if they could use that space. Yeah. You know, I, I offer it to a lot of people, but, you know, they they got to kind of 
put it all together. I can yeah. only offer. I'm not organizing. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you've, you've got enough on your plate uh, with all of that. Um, we are talking with Renee Bick. He is the vice president and uh, co-owner of Paradise Ridge Winery. Uh, let's talk uh, more of our music questions because uh, these are always fun with Rock and Vino. Uh, if you were uh, sort of rounding out your day, heading home, uh, kids, you don't have to worry about mm. them. What are you eating? What are you drinking? Eating. And what are you listening to? Oh, um, eating. Um Hopefully sushi, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in the car. What <laughs> a, and what am I listening to? What are you to? listening to and what are you drinking? What, which, which of your wines or, or any wines would you be drinking? Um, well, I love the Sauvignon Blanc or the Rosé. That um, would go great with your sushi. Yeah, Sauvignon <laughs> Blanc and sushi. And uh, listening to whatever's on your stations. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's no, I, I usually listen to, like, is it 101.7? Yeah. Yeah, and nice. 97.7. Okay. So those are it's kind of mix. the two yeah. two that I listen to mostly. So I listen to, I think it's Jeff in the morning. Uh-huh. And uh, so the and the, those are stations that my kids like the music. There well, you go. Well, they like the 101.7 right. more than the 97.7, but Well, they'll listen my, when Dad oh, yeah, classic they know, they know some classic songs. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right they like ACDC. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm wearing today. Who doesn't, who oh, doesn't like ACDC? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, so uh, I'm usually listening to one of those two stations. Okay. So, um, uh, and sometimes KSRO when I want to get some news. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You know, find out what's going on. Yeah. Um, a random question: If you had, if you had to lose one of your senses, mm-hmm. which sense would you lose, and why? Um, well, I wouldn't want to give up hearing or sight. <laughs> right. I don't know. Touch. Yeah, I think that's what the last guy said. Yeah, too. I that's think so too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that would be yeah, it'd be so interesting. Uh, uh, no. uh, the, just because the other ones, I feel I don't know, more important listening yeah. and seeing and smelling, taste, taste, taste you, you yeah. know, taste adds enjoyment. On you know, yeah, I guess smelling uh, the touch would be the one. It'd be like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, I, I can sort of. Out. Yeah. What about that. you? Probably touch. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because I would not. I don't like being in a dark room, so like I'd want to see. You know, I wouldn't have to be want to. I wouldn't uh-huh. want to be reliant on other people. And hearing, obviously, I love music, so I wouldn't want right, to yeah. lose my hearing. So yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, but I'd, yeah. I'd say touches. I mean, they're all very important, but they touch are. would be probably the one I'd go do away with. The yeah, other it's yeah. probably mine too. When I um when I had COVID, I lost my sense of smell for like three days, and it was so sad. Yeah. I like went through the whole like like loss and everything i was like i'm i don't know how long i'm gonna lose my smell my sense of smell and nothing tasted like anything because i couldn't smell it and it was just like the worst three days i was so depressed and then yeah. it came back and i'm like ah oh, thank you lord it was yeah. amazing yeah, yeah it's speaking of covid it's on it's on the comeback trail yeah i know like. yeah we all gotta be careful yeah. about that too uh, you, yeah you i'm do. amping up on my immunity pills there vitamin d and c and uh yeah all that good stuff oh, i should do that yeah <laughs> It helps. Yeah. It helps. Right on. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Karaoke. Do you have karaoke. a karaoke go-to song? 
The devil went down to Georgia. Mm, nice. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that I can remember good. all the words. Yeah. <laughs> or most of them. Yeah. Well, you can, you, you can use the prompter, but I you want to be able to like. My sister know. and I used to do that. Or, nice. or uh, whatever the Grease song is. Summer Love. Oh, right. Love. Yeah, that's a fun one. That I love that. One. So me and my sister Classic. sing that too. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> what about if you were on a stranded island I can only take three cds or like albums with you what would be your your albums um to get you through the rest of life on a screen um, <laughs> let's see uh I, I, maybe fleetwood mac rumors mm-hmm. good one i think they have a lot of good solid songs choice yep yeah that i like um jeez uh, uh it's tough maybe yeah right? Maybe, it is a tough maybe, one. Maybe Guns N' Roses, Appetite <gasps> for Destruction. Okay, That's a great I album. Like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one more, huh? Yep. Three. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, maybe Rush, 2112. Nice. Very good. Something yeah. Something like that. Yeah. There has to be things that you can listen to over and over again and not get sick of. Uh-huh. And there's also strategy to it as well. I like sort of the balance of yours, right? So you can rock uh, out when you want to yeah. with Guns N' Roses. If you need to chill a little bit more, you could do that with uh, Fleetwood Mac. I like it. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Oh, you, you ask gosh. this question all the time. I you do. must have an answer. I do. You know, it's funny. I like. I haven't 100% thought of it because I'm like, it's so difficult. It is hard. Because like, my, my like... Whatever my vibe is, it, like, changes all the time with what I want to listen to. Like, sometimes I just don't want to hear... Like, I just want, like, ambient, like, background noise. Mm-hmm. Like, those lo-fi beats. Like, I love that when I'm, like, trying to, like, chill and You'd have whatever. a crashing ocean on this beach. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. You know what? That's true. So it's built in. Okay. All right. I like that. <laughs> go, go, Very true. Great. White noise. Okay. <laughs> you don't um, have to answer. I, know. I know. I'll have to... Th- I will have to think about that. I will come up with an answer for you. Stay tuned. Stay right. tuned. Next show. I dun, know. Dun, dun. <laughs> Renee's right, though. We've never answered that. We have not. <sighs> We're cop outs. Right, right. <laughs> we'll have I'm to gonna... do like a story on our Instagram oh, yeah. okay, and we'll reveal our answers. Yeah, that's cool. Oh. All right, we'll do that. All right. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah it's going to be fun. The suspense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming to talk about Paradise Ridge, mm-hmm. to tell us the stories, to share a little bit of wine with us, and to invite everybody to come and check it out. There's so many different things to enjoy there. I love the sculpture gardens. Yeah. They have real meaning for me, um, just being there and, and remembering my family and my father who passed <clears> away. And, and just it's just a beautiful spot, so much fun. So thanks for sharing it with all of us. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I kind of agree that, you know, a lot of people have memories at our place mm-hmm. whether it's attending an event or getting married or yeah. attending a, you know a wedding ceremony or just enjoying the artwork or the views i really feel like it's something that everybody can enjoy and i even tell people if you don't drink wine you can go up and enjoy a wine country experience yeah, yeah. every you know a lot of things some food some views so anyway but i really appreciate you asking me here on the show and i'm gonna work my best to get you two up there it'll happen soon yeah it'll happen 100 (laughs) percent. all right uh you've been listening to rock and vino be sure to check out our other podcasts at rockandvino.com and uh, coco we'll see you next time sounds great this is rock and vino all right it's a wrap that's it thanks for listening to rock and vino Check out more great content online at rockinvino.com.